members of the OG army get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the other ground live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. Well, good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of the other ground live. I'm Passive J. That's Big Dalton over there. Say hello, Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, it is July the 16th. It is a Thursday. And Jay, have you spent the day going around Michigan digging holes? No, but apparently I should be. <laughs> uh, I see the old G armies uh, showing up in the chat box. Always glad to have you guys here. What the fuck are you talking about, Ryan? Did you not hear about this jeweler in Michigan that's buried $1 million worth of jewelry as treasure and is selling tickets for a quest? <laughs> you know, I thought I saw a headlight on that, but I've been super fucking busy and I haven't had time to read shit. Uh, so tell me more. I didn't really look into all the specifics, but apparently he just hit a bunch of uh, jewelry around Michigan and you can pay to get a quest and you hmm. can go and try to find it. I wonder how much the tickets are. I'm sure. I mean, I'm assuming he thinks he can make more money this way than just selling the jewelry. Uh, either that or he's fucking weird or possibly a combination of both. <laughs> but shit. Yeah. That that's interesting in a weird sort of fucking way, uh, but it's already been done. That guy already, uh, hid like a million dollars worth of fucking treasure in a, in a, uh, in a box up in the mountains in Montana. I can't remember where up in uh, some mountain range and fucking, it took people 10 years to find it. And like a, several people died trying to find it. And it, it was actually in the news recently. Cause someone found it like, uh, a month or two ago. Um, and the guy wants to um, remain anonymous, but the guy who hid the box, you know, let us all know that someone eventually found it and he didn't charge shit. Well, this guy is, you know, ch charging, uh, where you can get, you know, this, this ticket with clues, uh, and there's, there's a limited amount of tickets per each prize. Mm. doesn't say how many, but each prize is worth right around four grand. Oh yeah. I think I saw that. So basically he's just, uh, he's not even hiding it like a large amount of jewelry. Cause realistically speaking, when you get into high end jewelry, four grand, isn't that much. No, but I'm sure if for what's probably like a $50 ticket or something like that, like right, right. It's still a, it's still a pretty good return on your money. If you're, if you're good at sniffing shit out. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose yeah. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, how'd your day go boss? You know, uh, it was, it was another kind of long day. I, I, uh, finished up about, oh, 10, 15 minutes before this thing started. So yeah, at least I was here on time. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, today was supposed to be the ladies invitational golf thing, uh, which it wasn't cause there's not enough ladies around to make, to do our normal big deal for them. Uh, they did do like a ladies day out sort of shit. So with a lunch and golf and a dinner. So, uh, my wife being the locker room manager was actually happy to be busy for once because, <laughs> uh, compared to normal years, obviously there's not shit going on. Golf is one of the more busy, uh, parts, but for some reason she doesn't see a lot of traffic in her area. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. And for me, shitty day, I was, uh, doing okay for a while, uh, but my stomach's giving me problems. Um, and uh, we'll leave it at that because no one wants to hear about that shit. But other than that, it's not been too bad. What the hell is going on with your stomach? You're eating virtually nothing. Like, are you I that stressed know. out, Jay? Uh, possibly. I don't know. Oh, say, hey, sorry. Sorry, Mr. Call, dude. Uh, I saw Mr. Blockchain, but I was uh, trying to finish my sentence before I clicked John. Feel free to call back if you'd like, sir or ma'am. Uh, but for the most part, no, I don't, dude. I don't know. Uh, fucking, it's not a, it's not a fun time. Uh, I don't know if it's stress, if there's something I'm eating that shouldn't be. It's all stuff that I've been eating all along that didn't give me any issues. You know, basically, you know, it's either the uh, meat or fuel, <laughs> you know, and both things have proved to be easy on my stomach. So I don't, I don't know what's going on with that shit, but well, I'm hey, not going to probably figure that out because you shouldn't just write that off of, oh, this is going to be life. Yeah. Well, trust me. I don't want to. It's uh, it's not, it's not a good, uh, it's not a good time, but anyways, we don't, we don't want to do yet another whole show about my various, uh, physical ailments that could do like a fucking five day run if we wanted to, uh, what do you got today, sir? Uh, we can start out with just a few, few quick ones, um, score one for the good guys. So there was some idiot that was getting violent after refusing to wear a mask in a store 
<laughs> and a store worker just pepper sprayed the shit out of him. <laughs> Where was this at? Uh, this was a Ralph's grocery store in LA. Oh, a Ralph's grocery store, which means there's more than one, which is an awesome idea. I like the idea of a grocery store named Ralph's. <laughs> it just yeah, tickled my funny bone. Uh, yeah, apparently it's one of the chains there. Oh, good um, for them. Um, but yeah, a guy the, came in, refused to wear a, a face mask. You know, the the worker at the grocery store said, you know, hey, you have to either wear a, a mask or or leave the premise. And of course, they decided that they were going to try to get violent with the worker. And the worker, yeah, just uh, pepper sprayed the shit out of them. <laughs> well, one well done, sir. I hope that guy gets a raise. He certainly deserves it. Um I can't imagine working in retail right now. I did that in the past when I worked at a CVS uh, as the photo supervisor or photo manager uh, or whatever you want to call it, the one-hour photo. And I can tell you, dealing with uh, the public on the best of times is not an awesome thing. Um, my job obviously doesn't involve dealing with the public anymore, so it's not quite an issue with me. Uh, I deal with rich people, which is a completely different type of people. <laughs> You still you have your own issues dealing with rich people, but they're different issues than dealing with the general public. Uh, and God, I, I couldn't imagine doing it right now. Can you, every day it's got to be like that. Someone giving them shit for that. Yeah, just the amount of stupid people seems to be rising every single day. And uh, blockchain, yeah, we actually talked about the Twitter thing yesterday as it was happening. Apparently they got all that shit figured out, but uh, yes, apparently you know whoever did that hacking had access to like the whole like Twitter administration, which is kind of a scary thought. Interesting side note: uh, when I went to go post the show on the show's official Twitter, uh, it wouldn't let me. It kept on saying, "We think this is spam. Try again later." No matter no matter which way I put it, you know, like I tried without a link, with a link, with a picture, nothing. On my regular account, uh, the old Passive J account, I could link post shit, no problems at all. But for some reason, it decided that the uh, official show Twitter was a fucking hack. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> oh no! And I have a scam. Everybody, just know we are a scam. We are. <laughs> I haven't tried to post today. I normally post uh, a link to the show afterwards. Uh, I, Honestly, I was supposed to post uh, shit beforehand on the uh, official Twitter thing, but I kind of forgot. I had my own thing going on. But we'll find out uh, after the show, and I'm sure it's back to normal. It probably had something to do with that entire hack thing where they were locking down various accounts through an automated way. Yeah, it must have been something going on. But yeah, whatever it is, I think we're good because I think I posted the uh, the YouTube feed. So I think we're we're back in business, Jay. Oh, good. God, thank God. <laughs> Can you imagine what we all of our fans would do if they didn't have our official Twitter account uh, running? <laughs> I know, goddamn! You need to get on that that Twitter account and actually start posting some things other I than just the uh, the link to the to the podcast every day, Jay. Well, I normally I normally I post uh, before the show uh, to let people know what's when it's coming up, and then after the show I post uh, a link to the uh, download once it's finished. Uh, other than that, yeah, I'm talking like actual like normal human use. Oh. Oh, I barely use my regular one, <laughs> but I'll look into that. Uh, what else you got, sir? Uh, this is kind of an interesting one. Remember we talked about the, uh, the, the son of the judge who had like 58 counts of child porn and then got mm -hmm. no time in prison. Yeah. Well, there was a retired principal in Syracuse that got eight years for child porn. Okay. So apparently you actually can go to prison for it. No. Well, not no, yay, but, but shit. Yeah, it's a ridiculous double standard. Obviously, poor Mr. Principal did not have any friends in high places. No, it's this old 75-year-old guy. Apparently is much more of a, a threat than this like 20-year-old that had child porn of one and two-year-olds. Yeah, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, Mr. Old Child uh, Pornography Guy needs to be punished too, but yeah, that's a, such a ridiculous fucking double standard. That's not even funny. Yeah, so I thought that was just kind of yeah. It's interesting the uh, the different sides of the law. If you happen to be a family member of a fucking judge, yep, that fucking sucks. Um, speaking of things that suck, did you hear about that fucking crazy murder in New York? Uh, 
was that like the tech guy that was like beheaded uh-huh. or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, the American founder of a Nigerian bike. Uh, um, I thought it was a bike sharing, but I guess it's a bike lifting. Like basically, it's a, a motorcycle taxi almost. Uh, was found gruesomely murdered in his New York City apartment, decapitated, and parts of his body placed in uh, plastic bags. And they found the saw in, in an apartment too. Uh, so they think they have the murder weapon, although they have to make for, make uh, sure. Um, and fucking, that's just ridiculous. Apparently, the dude just bought this uh, apartment last year for like three point two million dollars. Um, so I can only wonder uh, what fucking is up with that shit. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's got to be quite the crime that you feel the need to cut someone's head clean off. Yeah, yeah, and from what it said, the, the uh, apparently the body was dismembered too. So it sounds like they cut him up at the parts after they decapitated him as well. Um, yeah, that's a money thing, obviously. Uh, per, apparently, his uh, current company have been having issues because they uh, in in where is it? What they say it was in Nigeria. They kind of banned the uh, bike practicing because uh, you know uh, for. St- some of the same reasons that Uber has problems in some states because, uh, you know, the regulations and this, that, and the other. And he, so he laid off like the majority of his company, uh, but he didn't close the company. He tried to move it into more of a uh, delivery service, uh, like uh, Grubhub's type of thing, which is allowed there. Uh, so there might've been bad blood because of that, maybe a business partner that lost a lot of money. Um, apparently the guy was fucking good. Uh, he started up several companies in the past, uh, way dating way back to like 2009 when he when he had started some like uh i think what do they call it like a practical joke uh call line where you could set up like pra- uh, complex practical jokes to then ha- have people called by it and they said to date he'd made about 10 million dollars on that since 2009 just that thing and then he'd make created like two or three other companies since then up to his current one so uh the dude was obviously really smart um but apparently not, not smart, smart enough, enough to, not to lose his head Right, right, right. So it's got to be some sort of money thing. Maybe he borrowed money from people to keep the company going and didn't pay it back. Uh, maybe disgruntled partners or something like that. Uh, but you don't do that to somebody unless you're really fucking upset. So, Yeah, that, that one, like, that's that's something that's personal right there. Yeah, 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 exactly. And, and normally with it's that's personal because of a large sum of money. You know, you don't uh, do that to somebody that slept with your wife. You do that to somebody that screwed you out of like $50 million or some shit like that. That'd be my guess. Yeah, it's got to be something along those lines, but something actually kind of adjacent to this. Hmm. You know, all the crazy shit that's been going on in Russia lately. So there was a police major that testified against one of their higher ups just a a week or two ago. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't you know... She just happened to fall out of a ninth floor window no. yesterday. No, you don't say. Yeah, nobody has any idea how she just accidentally fell out the window. <laughs> uh, dude, we live in a fucking movie world. It's it, it, that's once again we, we were talking the other day about no, they wouldn't do something like that. That's so blatant when we were talking the, about the uh, pedophile chick uh, Maxwell, and apparently in Russia they don't worry about that in the least bit. Well, no, this also, and, and they kind of summarized the, the article with this, this follows at least five other incidents uh, in the past couple months of like higher level Russian healthcare workers that just happened to fall from windows. Oh, it's, it's an epidemic. Haven't they ever heard of window screens? Um, I mean, shit. At this point, you think they'd uh, at least make sure that the windows and the higher levels don't open up all the way. Because obviously it's a national concern. People are flinging themselves out of windows left and right. I mean, that has yeah, to be. Yeah, apparently it. it's contagious because no one knows, you know, like how they just accidentally keep falling out of these things. <laughs> yeah, remind me never to go to Russia because all it would take would be pissing off the wrong official and you're not coming back. Yeah, I'm good with, you know, I, I would never. And if I go to Russia, I'm definitely signing beforehand that I am absolutely 100% not a suicide risk. <laughs> and that if I happen to, you know, shoot myself in the back like eight times, that, you know, it wasn't me. And then the Russians will say, clearly this meant he was a suicide risk and planned on shooting himself eight times in the back. Otherwise, why would he have left such a preposterous note? 
Yeah, your Russian accent is terrible, Jay. I wasn't trying to do one, really. So that's, um, I could probably do a decent one, but I'm not in the mood today. I didn't want to practice it first. That's one of the few accents I'm exposed to all the time, you know, because uh, the uh, head of housekeeping at my work is Russian, and I've known that dude for like 16 years. So I could probably do a passable one, but I don't want to try and fail, so we'll move on. Are you a fan of uh, Shark Week, Jay? Uh, e- e- kind of. The first uh, couple of years that they did it, uh, now I'm I'm pretty much over that shit. Because, I mean, how many times can you watch a shark leap out of the water to get the bait that someone's holding for it? Because that's the entire Shark Week, really. It's like, hey, look at this shark. Look at this shark. Look at this shark over here. Now, if they did, like, a promotional thing with the Sci-Fi Channel and dovetailed Shark in- Weekend with, like, a... Uh, Sharknado marathon. That might be a whole new thing. Do you not? Do you not watch? There's absolutely like during that same week, you'll find Sharknado on. Oh, it's <laughs> not on the same channel. I don't have cable, dude, so I don't watch anything. So, regardless, though, mm-hmm. they announced a hell of a main event this year. Oh, what's that? The week. So it seems like they outbid bare knuckle boxing because in the main event, there's going to be Mike Tyson. Versus a great white shark. <laughs> Didn't they do something like this in the past where they had some like sort of simulation thing that they, um, that they, uh, plugged as, as real and didn't bar- barely even mention the fact that it wasn't going to be a real thing, but a simulation instead. I think I can't remember something like didn't that. Didn't they have like Michael Phelps racing a shark or something? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. That's something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, you know, obviously they're not in the same water or anything like that. I didn't even watch it. I knew it was going to be dumb. And all I heard afterwards was, yeah, that was dumb. So I was, uh, I was uh, confirmed. Yeah. So obviously they, you know, they, they predicate this with no, you know, no sharks were harmed during the, the filming of whatever the hell this actually is. <laughs> uh, no, I just got this picture of Mike Tyson in this big old pool treading water. <laughs> waiting for the shark to swim up going, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> it's, I'm going to eat your children. It'll be something. It will be something. This, that'll be right up here with the, the next super, superhuman broadcast. Uh, have you heard anything about him lately? Uh, this isn't a lead, and I, don't, I, I haven't heard anything either, but the guy's got to be recovered enough to be ready to do something else by the, about this point. Oh, no, he has like probably a good once a week. He'll have his like you know 25-second clip of doing <laughs> something stupid. I think just yesterday I saw him, you know, jump you know back first off of you know uh a stage essentially through a bunch of light tubes and through a door does he still got a broken hand because because he motherfucking 100 had a broken hand from that rat trap uh he probably just had a broken finger or two but yeah mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't seem to have anything wrapped up or anything so he must oh, be of course not that's for pussies so <laughs> i'm sure he unwrapped it the second he got home um that guy is something else. For people that are unaware, we're talking about Superhuman, which is this uh, juggalo on the internet that you know fucks himself up on a regular basement for the uh, regular basis for the amusement of others. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, absolutely go to YouTube and and look it up just to you know watch him jump off trampolines and you know stages and everything else through absolutely ridiculous things like a moron and hurt himself. <laughs> It's strangely his, entertaining. Yeah, his elbow drop onto a microwave uh, was, I, I think, what hooked me. Because you, you could see the big old dent in the microwave and shit. I'm like, oh, dude, you know that had to fucking hurt. Holy shit. You can't fake that. <laughs> well, and that was the one of the ones that you know really hurt. Because he went from the scream into, like, the wheezing pain. <laughs> uh, yeah, when you go true. from screaming to the... <laughs> when you go to that yeah, right, oh yeah that's the good one yeah yeah dude yeah well once you've reached a point where there's so much pain that you're lo- losing your ability to speak uh that sucks uh i've had that happen a couple few times I, that doctor tell me what uh, trying to ask me what i need i mean all i can say is help i need help it probably sounded about like that too um but uh he does it to himself on a regular basis. He's just a, a different kind of dude. Yeah, he's, he's he's something. He's a very super human. Super human. 
Uh, challenge accepted. You guys, if you're sound effects, we don't have any sound effects as far as I know. I could play sound effects, but if you're hearing something, that's not us, sir. I think he's talking about the wheezing and screaming. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, that kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies too, to be honest with you. <laughs> that's all right, though. What else you got, sir? Uh, so, so did you see the absolute retarded statement by the uh, the White House press secretary today about uh, kids returning to school? No, no, I tend not to listen to uh, press releases from the White House one way or another, good or bad. I'm, you know, why would they have to say? Basically, they said that, you know, kids should be going back to school like science be damned. Oh, is that how they put it? Uh, so the the actual statement, and it's just about as bad. Um, she was responding to a question about um, somebody asked about Trump saying schools need to be open. Her response is, when he says open, he means open and full. Kids being able to attend each and every day at their school. The science should not stand in the way of this. <laughs> That's poor t- wording at the very best. Um as a big fan of science, uh, I have to disagree with that gentleman. I I think we should really be listening to what science has to say uh, about this whole thing, since um, that's what science is for. But well, No, that's uh, not what she said. No, that's the exact quote from her. I'm reading the quote. Uh, so, so unless the article is misquoting her, then that's kind of, uh, uh, well, maybe, yeah, he said he watched it live. Maybe... Uh, Maybe you know, the article's misquoting her. You never know. That that happens too. Yeah. Um a it's lot not, of websites. I watched the clip too. It, it's in the yeah. clip. The exact words are when he says open, he means open up in full. Kids being able to attend each and every day at their school. The science should not stand in the way of this. She also then added the science is on our side here. Okay. Which so that also doesn't make sense. Well, you okay, can't but say that... the science should not stand in the way. And then also the science is on our side. Well, no, no, I can see her meaning that the science is on their side, that the science should not stand in the way of this because the science agrees with us. Um, that kind of statement. She might've just said it poorly, but that makes a lot more sense than having her say, don't believe in science. She might not be, she may or may not be right about the science being on their side. But when you put, add that second statement, it makes what she said, the, the first thing, uh, take a lot different context. So I think maybe that's what blockchain was talking about when he said that that's not how she said. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Still, if you actually follow the science, it's an absolutely retarded thing to say. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree that, that the science kind of disagrees with her, but that's not what she was saying. She, uh, I mean, she wasn't saying don't believe in science. She was just, just disagreeing about whether or not the science, whose side the science was on. So, which is a completely different conversation, obviously. So other than that, (laughs) did you hear the bad news? Hmm, What's that? So this is also a scientific thing that came out today. So apparently Joey Chestnut, the guy that keeps, you know, breaking his own record for the hot dog championship. Apparently he's less than 10 hot dogs away from the actual human physiological limit. Really? Uh, how did they figure that out? I might wonder. Did they like stuff I, hot dogs into a person until they died and said, okay, one less than that. Yeah. So they, they just did a bunch of analysis around 39 years of data of, from the mm. competition. And then obviously a bunch of stuff about the human body. Right. And they've right. concluded that 832 grams or roughly somewhere between 83 and 84 hot dogs is the maximum amount somebody could consume in 10 minutes. Yeah, well, I like my my way better. I I like to see some t- uh, two like demented scientists in a lab with some poor captive shoving hot dogs in him until he until he dies, and then go, oh, "Yep, one less than that." The thing I want to know are is why why are women sh- such shitty competitive eaters? Uh, well, I well I don't know. I assume it's uh, I was going to say it's because they're you know, they're smaller and have smaller stomachs, but that. Uh, uh, Asian lady who eats a shitload of food just at a slower pace it obviously proves that wrong um, because they're not fucking stupid maybe because it's a stupid stupid competition really uh, let's yeah, see who can eat the most hot there dog are, there are female competitive eaters and they, they absolutely suck compared to the men well exactly because there's it, it, the same reason this the same reason uh, that women 
uh, competitions or low level and a lot of things. They have a less of a base to draw from. There are far less women stupid enough to try to be competitive eaters than there are guys. So of course their talent levels can be a lot lower. They don't have the entire nation of women to draw upon. They have like probably a couple hundred dumb motherfuckers that think like guys. Now you have the entire nation of dumb fucking guys to call upon to be competitive eaters. So it's, it's an apples and oranges thing. You can't really compare the two. I still think you need to compare the two being that the fucking female record is 48.5. The men's record is 75. Well, you know, that's just fucking lazy. That's just lazy. <laughs> they're just too lazy. They're just too lazy to shove the hot dogs in faster. I've seen several porn stars that will prove you wrong, sir. Yeah, they can. Yeah, but they take it back out. <laughs> that's twice as much work. Still, it's it's fucking pathetic. <laughs> Come on, women, get your shit together. Eat some goddamn hot dogs. Okay, we've got a call. Oh, he he stopped. He almost had a collar. Maybe his finger slipped. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, did you see this thing? And uh, there's a California city that has uh, their council has moved to replace the police with unarmed citizens for traffic uh, stops. So you're telling us you're moving to California? No, this no. This is your dream, Jay. Oh, you mean you want, you want for me to? No, no. The unarmed part, unarmed part would uh, dissuade me from anything like that. There's too many fucking crazy people out there. I'm not going to walk up to their thing. Oh, here's a ticket. Yeah, there's not nothing I can do about it. Just go ahead and take your ticket. Oh no, you, I'm sure you won't be mad at me about it. Yeah, but that's it a poor is idea. your life's ambition to be able to hold authority over people and ticket them for driving. No, no. You know what? Actually. I don't even want that. What I want is uh, psychic abilities that I'd use exclusively to uh, uh, make fun of people with poor driving skills. Yeah. Like, I want to be able to psychically contact you and call you a dumbass for not using your turn signal. That's 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 the superpower that I want. Yeah, that sounds like an absolute terrible superpower, Jay. Oh, it'd be so great. I want to reach out to the uh, the guy jogging right in the middle of the road when there's a sidewalk over there and tell him to get the fuck off the road, you dumbass. <laughs> um, I, without having to stop my car and get into a confrontation. That's what I want. I want psychic abilities so that I can yell at people safely. <laughs> so you could end up getting killed within a week? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want them to know who's doing it. Just a, like a disembodied voice in their head will call them names. It'll be fucking awesome, dude. So basically, you want to be a real-life YouTube comment section. Yes! But I have. To, I want them to be able to hear it, too. They need to be aware that they're being mocked for being stupid. Yeah, that's how people learn. And I'm basically, what I'm saying is I want to be an educator. I want to educate people about their fucking dumbness. Uh, and I can't do that in real life because you'll get your ass kicked on a regular basis doing that. Jesus Christ, Jay. <laughs> but dude, this, this count city council, they're going far beyond that. They would also like to, uh, um, they're going to want to remove the police department from responding to calls involving, uh, homeless people or people with mental illnesses. And they're looking for ways to cut the police budget in half. And that's in addition to creating a separate, uh, department to handle the enforcement of parking and traffic laws. And this isn't a theoretical, they passed the motion to do all this stuff. Uh, now they, now, uh, the, the committee just has to find out ways to implement it. So as far as they go, it's a done deal. It's going to happen. Uh, and that's insane. It's on so many different levels. Well, more so they think it's going to happen. Like when they actually try to implement this, like everybody knows it's going to fall flat on its face. Right. I mean, if nothing else, even if they somehow manage to assemble a population of fucking saints and they don't have to worry about anybody in their town, guess what? It's not a closed border. Some, at some points, uh, somebody who's from the real world will come cruising through there and fuck your shit up. Yeah, it's just stupid people do stupid things. They'll try <laughs> it. It's an experiment. It'll fail. And hopefully they figure a better way of doing it. Yeah. I mean, my only consolation is, is it's not my city. Uh, Michigan for the most part has uh, not succumbed to any of that nonsense uh, as far as like, you know, making people, uh, you know, not be enforcing laws that, uh, here in California all the time. I, from what I understand, uh, 
anything less than a thousand dollars worth of uh, a theft is a misdemeanor and the police won't even fucking arrest you for it. They'll just give you a ticket or some crazy shit like that. And I can't imagine being in an environment where crimes like that are perfectly okay. Well, it's not that the crime that those crimes are perfectly okay. Like, yes, there's, they are going to ticket you for it instead of arresting you for it. But then if you're not paying that fine, like you're going to end up in jail. Right. But I just, it's just to me having the, the ability to have someone just walk in, take a, a TV off the fucking shelf and walk out with it. And they're just going to get a fine for it. If they get caught, that's, I don't know. I, if it's their it's their state and they can work it whatever they want to me but that seems like a poor idea that seems like it would encourage more crime that's thing it it won't necessarily just based on the fact that like there still is a punishment for it like at some point you have to prioritize really what you're the most worried about because by doing that, it's not like, you know, theft is going to go up a thousand percent. And if it did, they would have absolutely backtracked what they did. Like the problem you have in a lot of these cities is like the prioritization of what police are doing. If they're spending half their day, you know, responding to fucking, you know, like arguments between people or petty theft or things like that, they're spending less and less time on shit that actually matters and that's part of what the whole like uh, defund the police thing was, was like, okay, let's figure out what the police should like actually be doing. Have them do that. Figure out another way to do some of this shit that shouldn't require somebody, you know, with a gun and handcuffs. Well, you see, and in theory, that does sound good to me. When you say defund the police, uh, generally speaking, I don't like the term because. I think the police probably need all the money they can get from in most of these departments to, you know, to handle what they're doing. But when you speak about taking things away from the, the police to do, I can understand why people would say defund the police in that regard. Um, my issue that I have with that is a lot of these situations they're talking about, you don't know if you're going to need a gun and handcuffs until it's too late. Sometimes um, once I got to drink water, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> My apologies. Um, and how do you know beforehand? You know, if someone, if there's a disturbance call, because uh, let's say we'll take the uh, city that we were talking about when someone says, hey, there's this homeless guy wandering around, you know, doing this, that, and the other. Well, according to them, you don't send a cop to that. You send like a social worker, an unknown person. Well, what if it's a homeless uh, guy that as soon as you get there, starts fucking stabbing people? Well, then now you kind of wish you had the cop with the gun and the handcuffs. Yeah, but then you'd actually have to take a look at the statistics. How often is that actually what happens on a mental health check? I don't know. I mean, is uh, I would assume I would assume enough that that which is that they started sending cops to it in the first place because um, there's got to be a reason it's the cops' job now. I mean, I realize the reason that it's the, the cops' government... job is they keep is they keep defunding things like mental health. Right, and I, and I realized like we we had the conversation about uh, the uh, mental health Ill, mental health institutes closing in the eighties, uh, but still, I mean, like I like, just for example, call. I, and you're right. I guess I just don't know the percentages. But if like I call and say, "Hey, my uh, my stepdad's acting crazy. Uh, he needs someone to check on him." Uh, and if he had gone crazy, he had a house full of fucking guns, and you you could knock on the door, and if he was crazy, he'd fucking blow your head off. Um, and at that point you can't send some like just mental health professionals. You need the police for that sort of shit. Oh, okay. We've but, got a call. That's, that's what a, a mental health prof professional is there to do is to assess that situation when they get there. Christ, right, you right. can say that we should have police delivering pizzas because some delivery workers get assaulted. That's true. Okay. We got a caller. Let me see who this is. Well, hello, rando man. What can we do for you today? Eh, that wasn't quite as good as the last one, really. Um, yeah, there was yeah. no actual like. Yeah, that was just not clever. Yeah, that's right. It was no. I give it a B. I mean, it was an It was a song that's different than a normal one. Um, 
But I don't know. Where do you like if you send a mental health professional 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 to check on that? It could be a dangerous situation. That's not, and you know, I'm not like sure. Like I said, you, you mm-hmm. send a delivery driver, it could be a dangerous situation. Like that's why they are a mental health professional, Jay. Like they yeah. understand when someone actually is a threat, and at that point, they're assessing that, and they can call the police. Essentially, calling for backup. Right. Um, and they are in a much better situation to help de-escalate a situation like that. Like there have been several stories of the police doing mental health checks, like on autistic people or people with other disabilities. And these people end up getting shot because they can't comply with normal, like police commands of them yelling at them. Right. And box chain just uh, posted on the chat. Uh, exactly what I was going to say. Well, may, I think a good I, a compromise would be to, for these things, you send a mental health a worker and a police officer, the police officer hangs back. You, but that's the thing. You can't do that based mm. on budget. Right, right. Now like we're there's talking a reason about... they just got rid of mental health workers for the most part being tied to any of this and mental health institutions is because they cost money. Yeah, and that's and that's pretty much the answer to every question, really. When if the question is why, why or why not, the answer is almost always money. Um so I understand that completely. It's, it's just the same the whole, thing. Why <laughs> why aren't police actually like really trained? Like why do they go through, you know, like three or four months as opposed to like say a year's worth of training or have like a mandatory, you know, eight hours a week that have to be in like situational awareness drilling and stuff like that? Like why I don't isn't know. that a thing? I don't because know. I don't money. I don't know I don't know enough about police training to even know how long they normally go and how long they should be going. Uh it's not something I've ever really looked ever really looked into. Uh but you know, that's a good point. It's basically something has to be done one way or another. There needs to be people that know how to handle uh people with mental issues and uh homelessness. I'm like, ah, dude, it's a homeless person. <laughs> Why is that different than any, anybody else? Uh, but if that if that city feels like that, well, then that's their prerogative. But I do agree completely with the mental health thing because obviously the way we're doing it, it's not working. So either the police themselves need to be trained on how to deal with mental health issues or they need to have mental health workers be part of the uh, initial contact in some way, shape, or form. If it has to be just them by themselves because of budget things, okay, that's I guess I can understand that. I would way prefer to see like two person teams of one police officer who's been trained somewhat in mental health issues and a, uh, a mental health worker. Um, that to me, that would be the optimal solution. But that unfortunately will never happen because the reason it ended up at the cops anyway is because we couldn't pay for both. Right. Well, I mean, if you're going to defund the police to uh, uh, pay for it, why can't you know that's why can't you do both? You know, it's not like I'm saying you, you have to create a whole new thing like they had back in the 80s that they got rid of because they uh, couldn't afford. If you're already taking money away from the police to fix the solution, you know, to fix the problem, that's a fix to the problem right there. You know, um, you don't even have to defund the police. Just take money from that they, they were using for one thing to train them uh, a certain amount of them to be uh, mental health workers. It's the same reason that they don't get actual training, Jay. They can't pull them off the street for that long. Right. Yeah. And well, we're talking about, you know, big solutions. So obviously there'd have to be big changes for that. Uh, but anyways, we, we basically agree on the general principle. We just have different opinions on, uh, on some of the specifics. So that's actually not a huge deal one way or another. Um, I don't know what else you got, sir. Uh, so did you see the, uh, the latest scam that kids are running? No. What's that? So there are a bunch of kids, and this is actually a story story out of Australia, but it's also been a thing here in the States, um, where there have been teenagers that have been disguising themselves as elderly people. So hmm. they'll either like wear a wig or you know, other thing and use makeup to make it look like they're, you know, wrinkly. And since everybody has to wear face masks, it's so much easier to pass yourself off as, you know. A sixty or seventy year old. Okay, and they're going and buying alcohol. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, dude. Uh, I don't. I, okay, I don't con- condone underage drinking, but I did a fuck ton of it, so I can't be hypocritical too much. But that's that's hilarious, really. Um, 
why does that not surprise me? What do they have like fake IDs or some shit like that? Well, no, because if they do it as an elderly person, like when's the last time you saw like a 50 year old get ID'd when they go and buy like a bottle of wine or like whiskey or vodka or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose that's true. Um, I had the opposite problem. They, they stopped IDing me before I was 21. <laughs> that's why I did a lot of drinking. Uh, the, the local party store by me started selling to me when I was like 16 or 17 or something like that. So I was very popular for a period of time before all of my friends turned 21. Uh, and before you, before you judge the guy too harshly, you know, like, Oh dude, he shouldn't been selling to an underage person. He didn't think he was selling to an underage person. <laughs> when I showed him my ID on my 21st birthday, that dude was fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, had, but, I had a similar thing so i i actually bought our senior keg oh there you go you just walk in bought it walked out because of course i'm six one like depending on the time of the year so senior keg would have been well we had several but throughout the year fluctuating anywhere from like you know like 260 pounds to like 220 pounds had a gigantic beard like was already like half balding because i lost my hair when i was like 16 went crazy well, yeah, see, and it, it, so it's not that hard, and especially back then. This is back in the early, uh, for me at least, the late 80s, early 90s, before there were any real laws. There's more suggestions. Like, drunk driving was perfectly okay back then, as long as you didn't get caught. <laughs> Nowadays, obviously, it's one of the uh, seven original deadly sins, uh, but there was a way different attitude on it back then. Uh, not that I'm saying that it was good, but uh, it wasn't. seemed like it wasn't quite as a big de- as big of a deal same with underage drinking and a lot of little things like that that would cause a fucking hairy conniption if people were doing it now well like it was the wild wild west back then like even before then so i'm talking like more one generation before me oh yeah uh like i would hear like my stepdad and some other druggy dude like they would talk about like Back at the time where you could literally get in a police chase, and if you got away, it was like basically no harm, no foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, it was Smokey and the Bandit in real life. Which, by yeah, the way, is like to... I don't, I don't feel like getting pulled over, so I'm just going to outrun the cops. And like that was a perfectly acceptable thing to do. And they knew the cops, and they would see those cops later. And it's not like they got arrested for it. Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, if they could, because they couldn't prove it was you driving, you can be like, oh yeah, someone took my car for a, a joyride. You know, and they must've been fucking a few guys. They dropped it back off my house like 10 minutes ago. Check it out. The engine's still warm. Yeah. The, you right. can't, obviously you can't get away with that shit now. Uh, technology has uh, advanced to the point where you, you can't lie to the cops like that and get away with it. Um, but, uh, it, yeah, I heard all kinds of stories like that as well from like my elders for the people living in the 60s and 70s. It was a different time back then. I Sometimes I think I'd like to live back then, but then I realized I'd missed technology too much. Well, yeah, considering you're a weirdly introverted attention whore. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, for the most part. Uh, I don't really want to go out in the world, but I do still want to interact with it. I get lonely. Uh, people, a lot of people with, although it does crack me up when people called me an attention whore on the OG, it's a forum. It's a spot where people post threads and comment on threads. Every single one of you motherfuckers are attention whores and people are like, Oh, I'm not an attention whore. I'm like, okay, why did you post that? Do you want someone to read that? Do you want someone to see that? Right? Of course you do. Otherwise you wouldn't have posted it. That means you want attention. You might not be as bad at it as I am, but every single person who's ever posted on an internet forum was looking for attention. Way to argue the semantics, Jay. Well, hey, it's true, though. It's, you know, people all like, and besides just being an attention whore is not a horrible thing anyways. Uh, I'm just, you know, I just like interacting with people. I, I like making people laugh, and I like entertaining people. So that was what most of my actions on the internet are about in one way, shape, or form. Um, but now I do podcasts, and that's probably a better outlet for me. If you say so, it seems like you're getting more and more irritable by the week <laughs> well you guys are just getting to know me better uh, i do have my persona uh, as passive j on the internet so of course i don't get into arguments and fights that's not who i am and for the most part in the real world that's not who i am too uh but the fact that i feel like i can speak freer here and honestly the fact that i felt like shit for fucking what's three or four months straight now it is wearing some on me somewhat it's hard to be passive all the time um yesterday being a good example of that i was felt 
horrible all fucking day. So uh, I did not have much of a, a, a good grip on my temper, so to speak. Today, I'm a little bit better. It still, it still sucks, but like today is like a four or five as opposed to a seven that was uh, yesterday. So besides feeling like shit, did you uh, catch up on the fights from last night at all? Yeah, I, I did the, uh, a couple websites had their winners and losers and all that good stuff and comments on the fight. Um, anything uh, spectacular that you wanted to talk about? Uh, not necessarily. So I didn't even get the chance to watch them. Like I said, it's been a, a busy day for me and there was no way I was going to stay up. Apparently mm -hmm. one fight to rewatch though, uh, was Alisson versus Lize or whatever the fuck the guy's name was. Right, right. Apparently those guys just pretty much stood in the middle and just fucking banged for three rounds. Wow. You don't see that as much anymore. Um, cause tactically speaking, it's not a good idea. So it's always uh, great when you have two guys to say, fuck it, and just start throwing at each other. Yeah, other than that, I yeah, uh, as Challenge Accepted was saying, the main event sounds like it was pretty good. Cater won, so that's good. Picked that one correctly. Mm -hmm. uh, Tim Elliott won the co-main uh, decision there. Was right on that one. So based on just those two things, I'm assuming that I actually got all the fights right, and I would have made you know a fortune if I would have done you know, a, a full-card <laughs> parlay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I've never even did that on, on my fake fantasy site where I used to, which I, we really, the next time there's a season, we should have a, get like a, a an OG, uh, the other ground live, like fantasy league going. That would be fun. Uh, where we, uh, cause it allows you to go on there and pick all the fights. And it also allows you to like bet fake money. They give you, they do like 10 event seasons at the beginning of the season. They give you a thousand dollars to fake money. Now you can earn a little bit of extra money by, um, uh, getting predictions right so like e even if you don't make any bets at all and you and you do well on predictions you might win uh, a couple hundred like two hundred dollars in fake money which is good because you can lose all of your fucking money and then halfway through the season have nothing to bet for the next five events so you can at least have a chance to earn a little bit more but for the most part you need to be careful with your money because you have 10 events with this thousand dollars so if you bet all a thousand on one guy and lose you're pretty much done for the rest of the season um <clears throat> On the other hand, if you're smart about it, you can grow and grow and grow your money. And my best uh, season ever, I took uh, $1,000 in fake money and turned it to like $275,000 in fake money over the course of 10 events. So I tell people all the time that if I lived in Vegas, I'd probably be fucking homeless because I never think about the times I fuck up and lose all the money. Well, yeah, like this season, you would have done terrible after you would have, you know, bet all of your money on Felicia Spencer versus, you know... <laughs> Well, no, you got to remember that's not. Uh, oops, hold on, let me throw a, a toy for a dog. Come on, dog. You get that's not how I bet. Um, I bet underdogs, but I bet bet sensible underdogs. I pay attention to who's supposed to win, and when I look at the odds, I see ones. I see check out the odds that aren't where they're supposed to be. You know, someone that's a two hundred, uh, like someone who's like a four hundred underdog, who's really only supposed to be like a two fifty or two hundred underdog, uh, shit like that. I don't. I normally do like a two-person parlay because that's a lot safer than a three-person or more parlay. Uh, you do more than two, you're starting to really ask uh, for trouble because it's you near know, the odds of that are really fucking slim. But you can do a two-person parlay of two people that are an underdog and turn a thousand dollars into like six or seven or eight thousand, no problem at all. Likely story, you would have bet the whole house against Amanda Nunes. <laughs> yeah, no, the only the only time uh, I make poor MMA. Uh, Oh, actually, no, not even that. Uh, I, I don't make poor MMA bets like that. It's to me, that's way the, the money part of it's way harder than the fight pick thing. Because with the fight pick thing, you've got like 10, uh, you know, 10 different events and each event you get a certain amount of points. So you could fuck up one, uh, one of your events pretty bad and still recover and, and come back to win the season. Uh, with the betting part, you only fuck up once bad and you're done. So I'm pretty good well, at speak. it, I think. Well, speaking of fight picks, we actually have to make our fight picks for this weekend. Are you oh, ready yeah. for that, Jay? Yeah, let's go ahead and get started. Let me go ahead and t go to my favorite fantasy uh, MMA site, which will have the fights listed and with underdogs and pictures of them and their records and all that good shit, so I can at least pretend that I know what I'm talking about. All right, I'm there, sir. Uh, go ahead and get started. All right, so the first fight, according to UFC.com, is Carlos Boy Philippi. Versus Sergey Polar Bear Spivak. Oh, Sergey all the way. I don't even need to look at records. Uh, that's obviously anyone who's named a polar bear is all right in my book. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Brazilian uh, only because he has an undefeated record mm -hmm. and the polar bear doesn't. 
And I don't necessarily know if I like the polar bear peck tattoo that old Sergey has. Ah, uh, this must be an earlier picture. I don't see that at all. On the other hand, the pictures of Carlos Felipe, Felipe looks like he basically sits around and drinks beer all day. So I'm still going with the polar bear. All right. So next fight is the Tasmanian Devil, Davi Hamos, versus I can't even do this. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what his nickname is. Arman Sirakian. Oh, I don't. They don't even try to list a nickname here. So, um, shit. I'm gonna go with yeah, Armin. So, uh, let me see. Uh oh, There's something weird. Okay, I want to change my pick. <laughs> I'm going with Davy Ramos because at least he's got a normal fucking nickname. Yeah, I'll go with Davi Hamos as well. Um, I mean, pretty great grappler. Um. He should be a fun fight. And yeah, that guy, I, and here's the weirdest thing is it lists as he's from the U S huh? but that doesn't make sense based on that name. Like he's somewhere from like the Russia ish area of Europe. Maybe his parents immigrated, uh, you know, when he was very young or just before he was born or something like that. So he's got the name and the culture, but he's actually from America. That'd be my guess. Sure. Uh, either way, like I, I'm okay never having to say that guy's name again. <laughs> now you know how I feel about names like Steve and Bob. All right, next we have Malcolm X. Gordon versus the mm. Prince Amir Albazi. <sighs> okay, they both have equally equally horrible nicknames, so let's look at their actual records. Um, Jeez. Um, they don't really have any names in their uh, fight history, so uh, we'll go with Malcolm. Why not? Yeah, I'm going to go with Malcolm based on having far more tattoos and a more impressive beard. Man, I, I wish we were looking at the same picture sometimes because this guy doesn't have a beard at all on my on my uh, uh, picture. But I guess Malcolm that's irrelevant. Doesn't? No, uh-uh. Well, I don't know. They're, they're, they're very Even small more impressively, pictures. he was able to quickly grow a beard then. <laughs> oh shit who's next alright next we got Brett the Pikey Johns versus quick Montel Jackson mm. well I understand there's only so many nicknames out there but I think quick's already in use uh, granted Mike quick Swick's uh, retired but still you can't just take his nickname so I'm going to go with the horribly nicknamed Brett Johns I don't even, I'm not even sure what a Pikey is but at least it's original. Well, so I, I think Quick is kind of original because he doesn't have the C in it. It's just Q-U-I-K. Oh, that's worse. I refuse to uh, support people who change words to suit their own purposes. They're, well, so so isn't that how Nestle's Quick spells it? Um, I don't know, but I don't support them either. <laughs> Maybe he's, you know, just giving a, a shout out to, you know, Nestle's chocolate milk mix. Oh, maybe it's like, okay, you know, that I could understand that. That's a little different. Okay, you, you've swayed me. Uh, I'm still going to go off the pike, though. All right, I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Montel, mainly because the pikey is from England. And we know how you feel about English. I, yeah, I've I've done a great job of not picking the English to win, and it's uh, generally turned out my way. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. What's next? Next fight is Joe Irish Duffy versus El Phenomeno, Joel Alvarez. Hmm. Uh. I'm sorry, I got distracted by the chat box. You're right, the juicer. I don't like saying your name because it's hard for me to pronounce. I don't know why. It's just one of those words. <laughs> uh, let's see. Irish Joe Duffy. God damn. Can't, can't. Really? Irish Joe. Okay. Um, I can't. How do you say Joe, Joe Alvarez's nickname? El Phenomeno. El Phenomeno. El oh, okay. I like that kind of El Phenomenal. Like, Sounds like a Mexican. As in, wrestler. like the phenomenal, I think would probably be the English translation, Jay. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Oh, I'm going to go with Alvarez. Yeah, I think I'll go for Alvarez as well. Let me quick Google translate this. Yeah, so in in Spanish, it means 
the phenomenon. <laughs> well, I knew the L part, but uh, okay. Well, I guess we didn't make any progress on that. Uh, who's next? Uh, did I even make a pick on that one? I thought you picked the the phenomenon as well. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, mm-hmm. Next flight, we have Grant KGD Dawson oh. versus Smiler Nod Naramani. Um, well, it's it's hard to go for pick a guy who's named after a body part. Um, so I'm, I'm I don't want Nad. Uh, I'm gonna go with Grant Dawson, even though I don't know what KGD stands for. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm probably going to go with Dawson, though, again, just because uh, Nod over there is from the UK. Oh. So I'm just assuming he's not that great a fighter. All right. Ken Shamrock's Ken going to come over to your house and beat you up one of these times. Why would he do that? He was oh, born uh, in the U.S. Well, didn't he have, Didn't he run a, a MMA school in the UK for a while? Uh, I don't think so. Wasn't the Lions Den, the Lions was Den in, in California, the, right? I thought the Lions Den was in the UK. Oh, no, I'm see, that's the Wolf Slayer. I'm sorry, different MMA thing. Did you really think the Lions Den was in England? No, well, I, I was thinking, yes, because I was thinking the Wolf, uh, the Wolf Slayer, which I know is England, because I know that uh, Rampage went and trained there for a while. And for some reason or another, I was associating uh, Ken Shamrock with that. Okay. Sure. All right. Sure, why not? Who's next? <clears throat> uh, next of all, we have, and it looks like this is the, the main event of the prelims. Mm-hmm. We have Roman Dolize versus Codex Ibrahimov. Oof. Um, well, it looks like this is Dolize's uh, UFC debut. Um, but he's fighting a guy whose last two fights were losses. So I'm going to go with Dolize, Dol- or however you say it. I'm going to go with Roman. Yeah, I'm going to go with Roman as well. He's from Georgia, so got to go with that. Um, the state or the country? Uh, the country, obviously, Jay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll go with him too. Yeah. All right. Who's next? All right. First fight of the main card. We have the cannibal Alexander Pantoja versus Bullet Oscar Oskarov. Oh, my. Um... Is it just me or uh, the, the Oskarov guy looks really, really thin and puny in the picture I'm looking at? Uh, it looks like his face is drawn in a little bit, so I don't know if they just took his picture like after a weight cut or what. I don't know, yeah. but he is the number seven ranked fighter at 125. Antoja oh, is the number four. Wow. Um, I have no pick. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go with the number someone, four guy. Jay. This is how I'm, it works. I'm, I'm going to go with the number four guy. Yeah, I'm going to go Pantoja as well. Generally, he's a relatively exciting fighter. I don't know if I remember seeing Oskarov fight, uh, but he's Russian, so generally they're relatively tough. They're like right. the anti-England of fighters. <laughs> but still, I'm going to go Pantoja. Alrighty, excellent. Who's next? Next of all, we have the Queen of Violence, Ariane Lepisky versus... Luana Dread Carolina. Uh, uh, let's go with the Violence Queen, even though she's got a stupid fucking nickname. Yeah, so looking at these two, I think I'm going to do my general, you know, woman's fight pick choice when I don't know either of them. I'm going to go with a better looking one uh, since they're both Brazilian. So I, I believe I will go uh, the same. I will go with the Queen of Violence. Mm-hmm. Who's gotten her ass kicked her last couple of fights, but still, I'm still going to go with her. What's next, sir? Next of all, we have Bone Crusher Mark DeKezzi versus Adaman Raphael Fiziev. All right. Well, at least I've heard of uh, Mr. Bone Crusher, so I'm going to go with him. Yeah, I, I don't think I've heard of Fiziev. He's from Kazakhstan, so he's probably a pretty good wrestler, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's go Bone Crusher as well. He's, he's generally fun to watch, so let's just hope it's a fun fight. Yes. Who do we have next, sir? All right, next fight is our co-main event of the evening. We have the Joker, Jack Hermanson 
versus somebody we were just talking about the other day, Kelvin Gastelum. Hmm. Now, I realize Kelvin's lost his last couple of fights, but he, from looking at the record, has fought a way higher level of competition than Mr. Jack. So, um, unless he's like totally lost it, I think this is a pretty easy fight for Kelvin, to be honest. Yeah, I don't necessarily know if it'll be a super easy fight as uh, Hermanson's actually ranked higher than Gastelum. Hmm. Go figure. I just don't know if I haven't been paying attention that much. I'd like, I don't necessarily remember this guy fighting, which just shows there have been way too many fights over the past like year and a half that I didn't necessarily watch. Yeah, he fought three times in 2019. <clears throat> uh, David Branch, R. Sulsa, and Jay Canier. Two wins and a loss. Jared Cannonier, you mean? Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. That's, uh, that sounds okay. right. He lost to him, but then he uh, won versus R. Souza and D. Branch, which I assume is David Branch. Did he beat he beat Jacare? R. So uh, S. O. U. Z. A. Yeah, yeah. Uh, April two thousand nineteen. Yeah, I assume so too. Uh, well, yeah, April well, two thousand nineteen. I've, I've certainly watched this guy fight then, and I just can't yeah. remember it. Either way, going Gaston. Yeah, me too, sir. And which still brings us to the main to, event. Still mm -hmm. think the Gaslam needs to hire a nutritionist year round and just get to 170. Yeah, yeah, he's he's too small for the 185 division. Uh, he he's doing well. He does okay because he's pretty talented, but it's not the spot for him. Yeah. So next up, it is Davison Figueroa versus Joe Benavidez. God, that dude is still fighting, huh? Yeah. I've heard, you know how many times I've heard his name on a card over the years? Just, God, yep, 28 and 6. So, yeah, he's he's got a couple of few fights in him, huh? Well, yeah, just, uh, just a couple. <laughs> um, wow, and this website has him as the underdog, too, against a guy that I barely even remember. Um, but we'll go up to the guy whose name I couldn't even possibly pronounce, uh, Figaro or something like that. Figueredo? Figueredo, yeah, I'm gonna go with Figueredo. I think so. The interesting thing here is these guys actually fought before, oh. uh, so they're fighting for the vacant flyweight title. Mm -hmm. So Figueredo won, but he had missed weight, so it actually oh. kept the title held up. So this is kind of an interesting one that they are rematching. Um, also interesting in the fact that this fight almost got pulled because Figueredo uh, tested positive for COVID. Oh, and apparently ended up, you know, passing the test shortly after and has passed, you know, the test coming up to it. So hopefully he's, you know, he's fine for this weekend. It'll be interesting if it, you know, if it does anything to his cardio, if he really had it or if it was just a false positive or what might have been going on. Mm. I think regardless, ah, God, I don't know. Like Figueroa should probably win. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll I guess I'll go with him. Even though part of me thinks that Benavidez will win, he's he's just been high level for so goddamn long. Yeah, like if yeah, you look yeah, at exactly. the guys he's lost to, like he lost that last fight to Figueroa, but I mean that was when he missed weight. Um, before that, he had a loss to Sergio Pettis, which he really shouldn't have lost that fight, but he lost that fight. And then before that, like. His three losses prior to that were two to Demetrius Johnson and one to Dominic Cruz. Well, actually, his last four losses before that were Demetrius Johnson twice and Dominic Cruz twice. It's not like Man, many people yeah, beat Benavides. Right, right, exactly. You know, and then if you look back to it, like I'm, goddamn dude, <laughs> and the the name of the you know the people, uh, the names of his uh, the people that he uh, fucking uh, um that's fought and mostly and mostly one is like a who's who, especially because he was fighting back in W fucking WEC. He's got a win against Miguel Torres, who at one point was fucking the man. Well, yeah, he was a badass. Then he beat Eddie Wineland shortly after WEC was no longer a thing back when Wineland was still a badass. Mm -hmm. Beat yep, Ian he, McCall when he was looking great. Yeah. Uncle creepy. Beat yeah. Juicy Formiga beat Tim Elliott. Beat Ali Bogatinov. Beat Dustin Henry Ortiz. Yeah. Beat Dustin Ortiz twice, actually. <laughs> Poor guy. He's got his number, apparently, huh? 
Yeah, yeah, he beats the judo. That's ridiculous. He, they, I mean, yeah, I feel bad for the guy. He really deserves a belt at this point. It's not, and sometimes you're just not going to get one through luck at a draw, you know, because no matter how good you are, uh, there's someone out there that has your number for the most part. People become champions for the most part by never running into that guy. He's ran into several guys like that. You know what? I'm talking myself into it. Into it. I'm going to go with Benavidez just because I want him to somehow finally get, you know, the the big gigantic win. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm I'm not going to change my thing, but I'm glad you did. It gives us a little competition. All right. Well, that looks like that takes care of that. Um, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show, folks. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. Uh, we can't do the show without you. I want to thank my co-host, uh, Big Dalton. Can't do the show without him. Uh, you got anything left left there, sir? Uh, yeah, so just got a couple things. Uh, for any of you guys here on Podbean, be sure to check us out on YouTube as well. We can definitely uh, use the help. If you do, go to the Other Ground Live on YouTube. Be sure to uh, subscribe to that goddamn channel because it doesn't cost you a goddamn thing. And Except like your the videos when you do see them. And other than that, one more thing before we get to the final thing. It looks like I don't have anything planned Saturday evening. So there is a high likelihood that we do a fight companion just for the hell of it. So we will be here. I will have whiskey. You will have me blathering and we all will have a good time. (laughs) Excellent. What else you got, sir? The only other thing that I could ever say at 7.07 PM on the East coast is Fuck all y'all. Everybody have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at six. Bye-bye. Screw you, hippie!